0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's the Formula 1 podcast straight to the apex The guys are here, they're bringing you the Formula 1 news, Formula 1 race The race gone, the race to come Everything you could possibly want from a Formula 1 podcast All brought to you in one place I was going to say something but I refrained Um, yeah, so, it's all here, all the Formula 1 stuff, and before we get into that, a few bits of business, firstly, like, share, subscribe and comment if it's not too much trouble, that'd be amazing, let these guys know how much you love their podcast, let other people know how much you love their podcast, um, big one is share the podcast around, if you've got a Formula 1 fan in your life, send this podcast their way, they will definitely love it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, straight to the Apex.
1: Hello, welcome back to Straight to the Apex podcast, live on CookieCast. Um... This is series two, episode twenty-four. We are there. We're coming to the end of the season. There's two more races to go. Yep. Um, Las Vegas, which we'll get into. Las Vegas and <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Um, joining me, he's back. He's back from Disneyland. He's not been locked. Arrested. He's not been arrested. I mean. I will ask him if he felt up an or else sir, but Mr. James Stainforth is back with us. Hey guys. Um, no
2: shackles, no tags on the ankles. All good.
1: You either didn't get caught or you didn't do it.
2: I, I know yeah. which one I failed, but we won't go into that. I'm just not welcome in Paris anymore.
1: <laughs> That's it. One and done. A bit like Las Vegas. Yeah. Um Just the two of us tonight. Unfortunately, Tony can't be here. Um, So, yeah, James, welcome back. Week off. Did you listen to our podcast with me and Tony? I didn't get that angry, did I?
2: No, I don't listen to this shit. I don't listen to podcasts. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll listen. (laughs) Wow, I was
1: just drinking my tea. That nearly went back in the cup.
2: That was one of the best reactions I've ever seen. (laughs) No, yeah, I I listened to the podcast. Um, There there were some interesting comments on there. I've never noticed this before. But when Tony talks, when when he's doing the podcast, why does he talk like William Shatner? (laughs) I've not noticed that. Yeah, you've never noticed it, but now... (laughs) <laughs> when he's back next week, you will notice straight away, like, oh my god. You know, and whenever you hear a really bad William Shatner impression, you know, and that was Tony. I was listening to him, like my fucking god. Like, hello, you've come to Episode 24 of Straight to the Apex. I'm Tony T Dog Rawson. And he's like, oh my god.
1: Do you, know, do, you know the sh- do you know the shame of that reference is when he listens to this or when we speak to him next week, he probably won't know who William Shatner is.
2: Yeah. Don't, don't worry, Tony. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, you will have noticed that we've already sent you a picture of William Shatner. And I'm just going to put the, the note underneath it, as you are seen. Just FYI.
1: But please listen to this. This is you. It'll it all make sense. It'll all make sense. Do you know what? Now you've said it, I can picture William Shatner in my head and then Tony talking. And it is only on the podcast. You don't do it I don't in know
2: life. If William Shatner. I don't know if I'm picturing more Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura as William Shatner or what. <laughs> you know, Captain's log, Stardate 2019. We've traveled back in time.
1: We are just going to be laughing at him every time he speaks next week and he won't have a fucking clue what's going on. I mean, I I do, he doesn't anyway, does he?
2: No. I did get quite interested in when he was talking about me in Disneyland and I was giggling when he was like, oh, I know what James is like. You know, it's a bit weird because there's not so much lewdness. And you were like, yeah, sorry, Andy, there'll be no editing this week. And I'm sat there like, yeah, I'm that
1: guy. You you are that guy. You, you are. One of you
2: made a comment. And I can't remember which one it was. And when they mentioned it, all of a sudden, it it just took something to another level. So obviously, I said, you know, I quite like Anna out of Frozen. You know, out of, I'm 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 sorry. And I'm Andy. You know, we've been recording for five minutes. Yes, this He's this back, is Andy. Be like, He's to back, Jim. Back. I watched Frozen. he was like, oh, Elsa, yeah, but nah, Elsa's too prim and proper. Anna, you know for a fact. Oh no. You know, you can meet your mum and dad and stuff like that, but then behind the scenes she does all the other stuff. Yeah. She's the good one. But one of you said she'll have a French accent. And all of a sudden I was like, Oh my god, fucking Anna out of frozen with a French accent.
1: Is that, that too much? Is that too much for you?
2: I mean, that's, that's, that, that that was verging on my comments about Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, which I'm not going to go into on this podcast. No. Again. Because although I do want something to get edited, I don't want to make Andy cry.
1: Yes. And we, we would like him to actually put the podcast on everywhere you, is available. You know, Spotify, <laughs> YouTube, plug there. Um, no, I was very disappointed last week because Tony did call me James. Um, yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah. And it just it just slipped off the tongue. He was like, "Okay, then, James." And then he looked and he was like, "Mark." I was like, "Fucking hell, honestly." And also, he he didn't want to get in that deep conversation with me. Apparently, it was a bit of a father son thing. I mean, I I'd give him an open forum, and he was just like, "Well, I've got nothing yeah, to say yeah.
2: to you." I was like, no. this, this is getting awkward now. Fucking hell, Tony says, "Just, just talk for God's sake." And he's like, "No." Mm.
1: He had nothing to say to me. I was like, oh, cheers, mate. Thanks. Well, um, yeah. So, last sprint race of the year, Brazil. Thank <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we've, we've loved the sprint races. Someone at work said to me, oh, it was a really good sprint race, wasn't it, weekend? I was like, no, not particularly.
2: No. But, the opening lap was interesting, and then that was it.
1: Yeah. I mean... Let's get straight into the news. So, um, sprint race featured six times this year. It's going to mm-hmm. undergo some changes for twenty twenty four. Um, Quali might move to a Saturday afternoon, and yeah. Quali on a Friday, and then sprint race early Saturday before Quali. Might do reverse grid. <laughs> what, what do you what what we've talked about it before? What would you do? Of them six sprint races, what is your feelings? Would you like to revert back to old or just make changes to this new format?
2: Bit of both. Bit so of both.
1: You, you like the mixture of some weekends normal, some sprint?
2: Yeah, there's that. But if we look at last year's format, there was no sprint shootout. It was just... You had your quality, you had the sprint race, and wherever you're finishing the sprint race, that was where you that was your grid pack mm-hmm. for the race itself. Much better, a lot less demand on the the, the cars, the drivers, us. Um but yeah, they, they need to change the race because I, I know I know they're trying to bring stuff in to generate more interest in it and stuff like that, which is fine, and I get it. But the ones that are watching it already and have done for God knows how long, like we have,
1: I'm not bothered. No.
2: I mean, it it was on, but there was also a firework display. So, you know, obviously Norris had pole and stuff like that. So I said to Charlie's dad, I went, look, I'll watch the beginning. I'll watch Norris lead for two corners and then I'll see Verstappen overtake. And then that'll be it because Mm. he's going to win. Yeah. And I don't know why I don't watch fireworks.
1: So, really, you watched the first corner and then went out and watched fireworks? Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's, well,
2: it's weird. Charlie's, go on, no, go on. Carry on. Well, what I was gonna say, uh, Charlie's dad, he, he's a similar kind of thing. He said, well, he said reverse grid's a good idea. He said maybe they could do what they're doing in some of the touring cars where it's it's a ballot.
0: Hmm.
2: But he said maybe for the first ten drivers, something you know, whoever the first ten are, their names get picked out of the bag. So it's like Max, oh you're six, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But something's got to be done because at the moment, if you've got Paul, you've you've done it, and the, the, the pack doesn't change, you know, and, and because some of the, you know the the, the key drivers, you know, your, your Max Verstappen's, your your Alonzo's, your Hamiltons, and stuff like that. That they're always going to get in that top ten quite easily, and the majority get into the top five, and it doesn't change because there's 19 to 20 laps, so there's no pit stop. It's that they've got to do something to mix it up a little bit and give the lower teams more of an opportunity.
1: And I think that's what they was hoping for, and it's not wet like you say, it's not wet like that at all. I mean, a sprint race on Saturday was it was hot. They all went for soft, sparring, three teams, and they were all struggling. There was all tire managing in a sprint race. That's not what we want to see. We don't want to
2: see Q3. that at all. Q three of the sprint shootout. No one came out. No, no. They, they, they just sat there, and literally, we were all just like watching them all sitting in the pit box for the first five minutes, waiting for. And it's only an eight minute thing. And I'm trying. I can't remember who it was who came out now. I think it was the Haas. I can't. Either way, it was like, that they're all sitting in there because they know they've got one good sprint in them, one one good lap, and they're all going to sit in there and wait. And I was like, this... It... Yeah, it was just like, what the hell?
1: It's gone back to old school qualifying where it was like an hour's qualifying, and they all used to sit in the pits until later on, hoping that someone would put the rubber down, and then obviously the fastest times were at the end. And that's why they brought in this new format. I just, I just think sprint quali being a copy of qualifying but shorter makes it more boring and more dilute. You you dilute in quali because you're having quality twice. Ah, yeah. I mean, oh, it's a it's a shorter one, right? Make them do one lap each in every session. They get to do a lap like we've said before, and then if yeah. they pull it or fuck it up, it's done.
2: I, yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. Let's see track. Oh, you're fucked, aren't you?
1: I mean, granted, if it had been like quality on Friday with that weather, the way that come in, and you'd have been later on in the session, you'd have been, foo, um, because that was fun. Um. But yeah, we'll get into that. Any, have you got any news?
2: Um, Hass was meant to be going through their appeal today and that's been adjourned now till tomorrow. So, I, I saw this earlier. They they are appealing the uh, the results from yeah. Oh, uh, is, is good Who te- is This because I can't remember it.
1: The Texas one is this where yes.
2: they're appealing yes.
1: that all the track limit stuff.
2: Yep, they're, they're the, I couldn't remember the race, but yeah, it was it was Texas. Um so now the judge panel are calling in Williams Aston Martin and Red bull as well right yeah, so something i mean but that that's all I know the- the hearing was was meant to be today, and I think earlier on today it's it's been adjourned until tomorrow because the panel need to review more evidence, so has right. have clearly got something that they really want to go through. Mm. But I, I, I don't know what the outcome would, of that would be.
1: It's gone now. It's moved on. It's like saying, what yeah. What could they do? Oh, yeah. All right, more people should have got more penalties. Let's do a revised order. That's just stupid. Well, like three or four races gone now. Like
2: That's what I mean. Races are, yeah. races have gone. You know, same as in rugby and stuff like that. You know, a, a penalty can be given, providing another tackle hasn't been made. mm Those tackles being made, well, too fucking late,
1: now. Yeah, yeah. I get what Gunner is saying. Like, obviously, there was more breaches that missed, but like, say, what? I suppose I think was it a weekend where they said something about one team's prize money might jump up something like twenty million dollars, or for one place in the standings, which get it has obviously want and needs the money. But like you say, if they change the result or anything now, it just makes a mockery of that full Grand Prix, doesn't it?
2: Mm. So, I, I don't think any of the results or the, the positions would change. I, I think, if anything, it might just be a case of someone's going to lose the fastest lap. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it might, you know, yeah. I, But to, to me, Haas going through all of that effort going, oh, no, I want that point. It's, like, it's, a, it's a point. Yeah, it'll be enough to make you know move you up a position in the table and earn you a couple more million. Mm. I get it.
1: Yeah, surely it's going to cost you in court fees all that million. So it's kind of, it's almost like a bit pointless because you you're spending money just to probably get that back if you win, but you're probably not going to win, so you've spent that money and lost it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's odd. Um, Anything else?
2: Hamilton's looking forward to seeing the back of W14.
1: Yeah, yeah, I bet
2: he as well.
1: Mm, I but
2: bet he is. Toto has just said, look, we haven't got a win in this car this season, so we're just going to push as hard as we can for the last two races and then focus on next year.
1: Which worries me because I read an article today that I can't remember who it was, Instead, they don't think they've got Mercedes, have got the talent in the aero department to physically make up a second a lap on a car more than Red Bull. Because at the end of the day, that Red Bull next year is going to be faster. I don't care what penalties they've got, I don't care wind tunnel infringement um, restrictions, all that. That Red Bull will probably be half a second quicker. So then Merck have got to find a second and a half on this year's car. That's a big jump. That's a massive jump.
2: But at the same time, I I don't know how Red Bull are doing because Horner has actually turned around and said, look, you haven't even seen the impact that that salary salary breach penalty has made yet. Mm. So he's already implying there's going to be more impact next season which, without sounding awful, I, I really hope so, J- just to get some more. And I I don't mean that because I don't want Max to win or anything else like that, but I'd like I'd like it to be more interesting than you get to the first or second turn in lap one. And if Max wasn't already on pole, he's now got it. And then that's it. He's he's checked out because in three laps time, he's going to be eight seconds in the lead. Oh. And then he's... Yeah. I mean, can't go a season like that.
1: You've got, obviously, we'll go through the results and stuff. But the sprint race and the race, everyone was getting real excited, especially the race where Norris was keeping with Max. Then he was catching him. Then he was battling for three or four corners. Max won't pushing because all Max does now is. I don't need to push this car because it'll save my tyres a bit longer. I let Lando catch up, and let's be honest, Lando must have been thinking, oh, "I took a ten off him, I took two, I'm half a second off him in this lap." But what Lando's doing is, is he's pushing and pushing and pushing, and his tyres, especially in Brazil, for some reason, the tyres just went. They didn't last very long, and then Max was like, "Right, your tyres are gone now, Lando. See you later, kid. Bye bye." Yeah. And that's all he, he toyed with him. Yeah, he just he just toyed with him. It was all like, oh, I think McLaren's going to get a win. It was never ever on because, like you say, there's too much in that Red Bull. They're not stressing that car at all. No. Which probably makes it worse that Perez is doing what he's doing because they should they should be first and second in every race, every single race with that car. Yeah. And I know we keep saying it, don't we? I know we keep saying it. I really apologise for being boring. But when you look at how much in hand that Red Bull has got, Perez should be second. I don't care if he's out of form. I don't care if there's not the same parts on this car. They have got so much in hand. He He should have wiped the floor with the championship.
2: Yeah. But both first and second should have been secured a while ago now, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I I just I just think it makes Perez look even worse. Because like say Max was just reeling Lando in and then it was like say in the sprint race, in the sprint, you thought, hey, them two are gone. Like Lando's keeping up with Max. Oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna stay with him. Oh no, he's gone. Oh, bye bye, Max. See you later.
2: Norris does have faster reaction than Max. We have seen yes. that last. Is the start reaction from Norris, granted, it's only a couple of tenths of a second, but that's a hell of a di- difference for a reaction. Mm. And he's, he's, he's done it time and time again. But, I mean, obviously, obviously in, the, in, in the race, you know, Norris had a really good start and he, he was staying on, on, on max and everything. And then everything happened that happened in the first lap. So then when it came to the restart, I'm not spoiling anything. It's Wednesday we're recording this. If anybody hasn't watched the race now when they're listening to this, the fuck? Hi, Ricky. <laughs> um, it, yeah, the, the restart was then completely different. It was just like, mm. I don't get it. Just the, Norris had a slightly quicker start again, but the speed that Max just came up to him and then just breezed by him, you might as well have just been stood still.
1: It was like the second fit. So, the, the initial not to 60, I think the McLaren, and with Lando's reactions, like you said, is probably quicker than the Red Bull 0 to 60. With Max's reaction, I think it's that 60 to 80 or 100 where that Red Bull is so strong. Like you say, it was that next phase, and it? it wasn't like Lando was wheel spinning or anything like that. All of a sudden, it was just like he did have like a turbo boost button. I mean, whether he deployed all his battery, I, I, don't, I don't know, but he just literally lit him up, and that was it. It was like Lando, it was a dot. It's that second phase, isn't it? Like you say, it's fair play to Honda, because they've built a bloody good God, God yeah. Really good. Um, yeah. So, well, qualifying. So we've done 23 minutes. We've talked about a lot of it, but we haven't actually gone through qualifying. So I'll quickly whiz through. Shock, horror. Max was pull. Leclerc second. Stroll third. Alonzo fourth. Lewis fifth. Russell sixth. Norris seventh. Sainz eighth. Perez ninth. Piastri tenth. Um, 15-minute delay to quali to remove debris on the track and there was a 60% chance of rain predicted. Um, Quite a few incidents of slow drivers in the pit lane, especially Gasly nearly hitting Russell.
2: Yep. Which don't know what's going on with that guy. It's like every week so far, the last couple of races in particular, Russell's been getting called out for... Not driving to the Delta, so he's not going fast enough on his, his warm up lap, or he's impeding, or what was it on this one? Yeah, well, he was impeding in the pit lane, wasn't Because he? he wasn't far yeah. enough to the left.
1: Yes, yep.
2: He's pissing me off anyway, but we'll get to that on the race anyway.
1: I, I know what you're going to say about the race. So, yeah, I'm glad you've said that. But yeah, like you've got, you've all got race director instructions to go to the left. It's a narrow pit lane. I'm not sure how left they could have gone. Because they'd have been on the grass, but literally Gasly come round the corner, nearly went into the back of him. Because George was just parked in the middle, and he was like, "Oh!" Uh. But they was all doing it. Like, say for the last three or four races now, they're all slow at the pits. They're all jockeying. They're all waiting. Fuck it! Just knock it on the head. Just say to him, right, if you do that, you're you're out. You're not. You're not qualifying. You start at the back. Like, yeah. Don't dick about, but yeah, there was a, a lot of that again. And then in Q3, the sky looked like it had been painted black.
2: It's it it just so weird, it, isn't it? It, it was
1: just, so weird. I've never seen that in all the years. So,
2: obviously, you saw the camera from the helicopter just flying over the track just in between two and three, and it was. It was like like you said, it was just a sheer change because, you know, it's, it's panning from one side and it's it, it's kind of grey, grey, and then all of a sudden just black.
1: Yeah. Then it got windy, and then you thought, oh, hang on a minute, there's a bit of a breeze, and all the drivers were complaining, saying, well, there's a bit of a gust out here, and then the rain coming, it was like biblical. It was...
2: Well, the, the wind took some of the roof off the grandstand. I saw that. I
1: saw that video, yeah, because they, they weren't allowed to exit the track, was they, because of safety. And then when that grandstand roof got ripped off, it was basically like a marquee. But it got ripped off the top. They then got all evacuated. Luckily, no one was hurt. But, Jesus, Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. So the the um, session got abandoned with four minutes to go. And... um. They literally had time for one lap, didn't they? They, they all knew the rain was coming. I don't think they realised how quickly and how much.
2: Oh Jesus! No, no one, no one <laughs> saw no. that happening. No, like, oh, it's good. like oh, for the usual a few spots they'll get in, get the 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 on, back out kind of thing. It was like, nah, she's gonna be,
1: Like say was, I, I've never seen. Because, obviously, Brazil goes up a hill a little bit at the end, at the beginning. And it was just like, Jesus Christ, they're driving into space. Like, it's that dark. It was just, it was mental, absolutely mental. But Max, again, got it right, because Red Bull were out early in every session. To be fair to Max, one good thing I do like about him is when people were dicking about in the pits, he just goes around them. He was on the grass. He had
2: he's just
1: like yeah yeah he he's just like right I'm getting by you because you're doing my heading. he just doesn't give a shit does he like you just I mean if he could he would literally force them off the track like push him out the way
2: yeah but yeah it is yeah. funny when you're like, oh fuck this shit I'm going
1: <laughs> fair play to him Um so yeah that, that was quality really Um no big casualties, really. Um, anything else from Quali?
2: <sighs> Not really, no. 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 The, the, no.
1: I'll get to pretty... the... Well, less ex- pretty... Yeah, I'll, well, I mean, sprint shootout, even less exciting, barring mm. one incident. Um. So for sprint shootout, Norris was Pearl... Max second, Perez third, Russell fourth, Lewis fifth, Sonoda sixth, Leclerc seventh, Ricardo eighth, Sainz ninth, Piastri tenth. The only real thing that happened in the sprint quality was Ocon crashing into Alonso, and then saying, oh, "I didn't lose, <laughs> I didn't lose control of my car," but the video <laughs> footage showed that he did. Nah, I didn't.
2: Clear, clear as fucking day, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean. I mean-
2: it he hit him like a drunk driver. Yeah, he Just was. I mean Alonso's there, just mind his own business, just doing what he does and stuff. Like and all of a sudden it's just <laughs> I know you hear from Ocon He's going, Oh, fucking dickhead, Alonso. And it's like, oh, mate, don't stop it. Just stop it. You drove into him.
1: You push, you press the accelerator pedal
2: on the corner. You
1: lost control of the front, and then there was Alonso. Granted, Alonso could have been there to the right. but How many times does Fernando do exactly what you expect other people to do? Not a lot. No. It was just pats. It was parts in the middle, but equally, you lost control. I mean, it was the whole. Um, what am I call it again? In it, the hash driver. And Grosjean, oh yeah some someone took me out. There was no one around you, Roman, um yeah. oh, it was just you <laughs> um, um shit crap,, uh,
2: I forgot all about that, and I think last year we spent like an entire episode just talking about that.
1: I still think it's my favorite thing from Formula One ever, just the fact yeah. that on the radio, it was just like someone just hit me, and you could hear the engineer going. Um, do, do I tell him? Do I tell him? <laughs> there was no one around yet <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you say? Yeah, someone did it, yeah. We'll discuss it after the, after the session.
2: No one I think that's did... what we said, wasn't it? we not it, with Ocon. He's like, oh, fucking... Like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it for you. Like, for fuck's sake.
1: But it delayed... SQ2 because he made a right mess of the barriers. It oh. proper sent yeah. him off. Proper sent him off. Um, yeah, other than that, I have got no other notes for sprint quality because I thought sprint quality was absolutely garbage. Like you say, yeah. there wasn't coming out.
2: No. Got, got to Q3 and the, the sap there. And that, that that was it. Just sat there, and even Martin Brundle's just like, well, this is good. <laughs> I mean, the only, I think the only reason Martin Brundle stayed was because he's like, well, at least I'm getting paid.
1: Well, yeah. I've I, I flown all the way to Brazil. I'm sat in a booth. I'm getting paid for it.
2: I'm in Brazil, and you know what? I'm staring at a lot of very attractive Brazilian women dancing around like Shakira and all of that, and I'm getting paid for this. I don't give a shit.
1: I mean, granted, he earned his money by talking to the dick that was Machine Gun Kelly on the... Um...
2: just about to say that.
1: <laughs> what an absolute... I mean, what a tool. What an absolute tool.
2: As, as soon as Brundle went, ah, it's Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then when he started talking, well, eventually he talked, cause it, I mean, for I think he just kind of stared at the microphone as if he was trying to Figure out what the hell it was. Bearing in my machine on Kelly, you you meant to sing into him. It's what you apparently do, but you also meant to sing into him in key. And he just like stares at the mic, and then also goes, "Yeah, I didn't understand a word you just said there, but um, okay." It's like you're such a dick. I I still love the point when Eminem just got pissed off with you and wrote something probably in thirty seconds while he was. Sat on his own porcelain throne, just thinking, "I've got to fuck all else better to do," and absolutely destroyed him so much so that like you could not follow your own career in rap anymore, and you became a rock star. And I'm sorry, but a fucking four year old with a shitty two pound ukulele from B and M can play the guitar better than you, mate.
1: Hey. He plays the air guitar better than anybody,
2: apparently. he can play the air guitar. Not quite as good as Wild Stallions can play the air guitar, but he can play the air guitar. But he needs keys. He needs keys. And the fact that
1: he tried to get Martin Brundle, who is already a very busy man on a grid walk, to play air piano. And fair play to Martin. He was was just like, nah. Nah, I'm not
2: doing that. Fucking idiot. (laughs) But... Prick didn't even stay. Didn't even stay for the full race. No. No. He, he let, I, think, I think it was Brundle one who even said, oh yeah, so uh, Machine Gun Kelly's gone now. Uh, but yeah. he did say, Lou. I mean, I could think of a few other things that I'd like to have said, but. I yeah.
1: also I also liked his comments to Benny Eccleston about uh, busy with a court case or something like that. I was like, oh, Martin, what are you doing? What are you doing?
2: i <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, there was there was Echo because I was stood there. And I was like, I don't never never really liked each other much.
0: No. He
2: no. So we were talking to Barrichello as well. And he went, Oh, you seem to be talking to me a lot more than when we used to be teammates. And Barrichello went, Yeah, it's because I used to fucking hate you. <laughs> 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 went, that ladies and gentlemen is why we love Ruben Barrichello. Yeah.
1: Good old Rubens. <laughs> yeah, there was also. Massa was there, um Nelson PK Jr. So obviously considering all the court case stuff going on, but none of them were on the grid, which was which would have made it even more interesting, especially with Martin being Martin, he'd have probably called him out and said, Oh, you two been speaking then. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah. Um Right, well on that note, we'll take a break and then sprint race, race, and predictions. You're back for the predictions. Tony did it last week and it just didn't have that same feel as when James takes over predictions and reads them out.
2: But well, you're gonna to have to do it this week because okay. I haven't made a of the points, unfortunately. Okay. Well actually no, say what, no, I will I will get them. Okay. I will get them a break. Um so that you know we can go back to to regular businesses as, as usual. Um the only thing I am really happy about is Beth's predictions were so fucking ridiculous. I don't think we've got too much to worry about now. Hi, Beth.
1: Hi, Beth. I, I, I feel like that, that breath on my back has just got a little bit further away. Because it, it was almost like I could feel the breath and the hand was just touching. And now, it's too far away now. Sorry, Beth. You fucked it. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. You've got two races. I think you've let us off the hook. Thank God. But yeah. good. You've got to do it because it didn't feel right last week. It, it felt, And I don't want to do it because you're back. So go do your research. I've got them written down if you want to text me and I'll text you the scores. But you can read them out. So yeah, we'll see you on the other side. See you shortly.
2: Hey, you. Yeah. You that's listening right now, thanks very much for tuning in to this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One
0: podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer.
2: If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the is Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action.
1: And we are back. Part 2, Straight to the Apex podcast. Episode 24. 24. Um, With me driving the Max Verstappen of this week. Matt Wilkin,
2: hello. Oh, God, really?
1: Yeah, tosser. Twat.
2: I, I, I was going to say, the only thing that you're Max Verstappen in is in bed. <laughs>
1: don't know what to do with that, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Um, um lead, that is it.
1: <laughs> joining me <laughs> this week uh, is back from his halls, Mr. Gibbs Good job she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> she probably
2: sat there going, "Yeah, it is he's yeah, it it is is. like Max Verstappen,
1: fast and hard." No,
2: no, no, no,
1: no, no. Over too quickly. No, right. Anyway, let's move on. Yes, yeah, so who's back? Back again. Yeah, Andy. Really sorry. You you had you had a good week last week. You had no editing to do. I'd maybe listen a bit closely this week because he's back. Um, you know, as always, thanks to Andy and Cookie Cast um for having us on as always. So obviously, like, share, subscribe, get us on all your socials. Um talking about the Brazilian Grand Prix. I mean, it's been riveting so far. What 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 a weekend. We've talked about so much action. Yeah, Formula One, ladies and gentlemen, twenty twenty three. This is what it's all about. Domination.
2: Have a sponsorship next year. Oh, no. I hope.
1: It, I it's, hope. It's, it's,
2: on the
1: fucking TV. On. Oh, no. Um. So, sprint race. Sprint. Well, loosely talked about it. Um. Here's the order: Max Norris, Perez, Russell, Leclerc, Sonoda, Lewis, Sainz, Ricardo, Piastri. Um. Yeah, Max jumps Norris literally before turn one. And then the other big talking point is Mercedes went backwards quicker than a VAR decision in football. It was just... They were just awful. Awful, awful, awful. I mean, the fact that... Did all of you ever make in the top three last week? You did, I did. Tony did. Beth did. Charlie had two marks in the top three. I'm
2: going to and say we, we all had Mark in the top three.
1: Where did it go so
0: wrong?
2: I, uh, honest, no bloody clue. But I did, they just weren't thinking straight at all this weekend. Because in in the sprint race... Their softs were dead 16 laps in. Yep. And then on the actual race itself, they weren't in a bad position. Um, it was the last pitch stop they did. 24 laps left. And like, oh, well, put softs on. It's like, mate, they're not, they're not going to last fucking 16 laps and you've got 24 to go. Mm. I, just, I, I, I don't know what's what's gone on. But yeah, it's it's a full 180 they've done. And even Lewis commented going, we've had two or three good weeks and then that shower of shit. And that's when he turned around and went, honest to God, I'll just be glad to see the back of the W14. Hmm.
1: I mean, normally, because they'd hyped it up before as well, they'd hyped up this new floor. It had done well. Last year, they had a terrible car, yet they did well in Brazil. So there was all like, oh, this year, we, we've we got an improved car. The floor's been good for two races. Obviously, they got kicked out of the first race with a floor. But, like, we do well in Brazil. This is our time. And, the obviously, sprint race qualified fourth and seventh. And you thought, oh, maybe Lewis has just mucked up his lap. Russell's up there fourth. They're going to come through. And they just struggled from literally lap two. They looked nowhere. They looked They looked slow in the straights. They reckon they put too much downforce on the car. That's why they were sluggish. But they put downforce on to get the rear to work, and all the drivers did was complain about the rear. The, the, yeah,
2: the... and I, I don't know why they did that with Hamilton, because Hamilton, Hamilton drives similar to Max, where he likes to have... A little bit less grip on the rear, just so he can drift it. That you know, just sling the car on the corners. Mm. Max had it fucking to a different fucking level altogether with his rear. But he, he they both have a similar kind of driving style. Same, mm. same as Schumacher as well. But yeah, why, 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 why do it to? Russell might like it, but why, why do it to Hamilton? I, I don't know.
1: No, no, I don't. It was, yeah, it, it wasn't great. Like I say, I mean. The fact that looking back at sprint quality, like say Russell fourth, Lewis fifth, Lewis dropped to seventh in the race, Russell maintained his fourth. Yeah, yeah. But then like say everyone at work was like, Oh, it was a great sprint. Well, uh, barring Norris and Max, Perez qualified third, finished third, Russell qualified fourth, finished fourth, Lewis qualified fifth, finished seventh. Sonoda qualified sixth, finished sixth. Leclerc finished seventh, qualified fifth. Ricardo dropped a place. Sainz went up a place. Piastri qualified tenth, finished tenth. I don't see what people action people saw because
2: it's it's it is not entertaining. No. It's not. It,
1: it was like say I know it was hotter and I know they were complaining about the temperatures but they were tyre managing in a sprint race. They should have all gone on the thing was two cars started on mediums and they didn't work in the actual main race Lewis said I want to put the hard on and there was like no chance.
2: Here's what they should do for the sprint race. Have the reserve drivers do it. Well, yeah. just have two cars on the track and get the reserve drivers in and have a reserves race mm.
1: yeah yeah because that might be more entertaining because they might go for it but at the end of the day it's not their car and they're all battling and the winner the winner of the sprint series gets an F1 drive the year after
2: oh I mean that that's, that's a bit of a fucking prize and a half like but mm. I, I mean I wouldn't go with that I I think it would be good that you know they get to obviously the, the points go to the constructors and stuff like that but the driver himself get those eight points or seven or whatever it's going to be so then you've mm. got like a third table going on you've got the drivers championship the constructors driver uh, constructors championship and then the reserves yeah. That might be
1: interesting. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. No, so anything else from the sprint race?
2: Not that I can say on a recording that kids might listen to. But bearing in mind what I normally say on the R, I really hope kids don't listen to it.
1: Yeah. Parents, if you're letting your kids listen to James and him feeling up a French arena, um maybe you shouldn't have kids. Just saying.
2: In my defence, though, a, a French accent is pretty sexy.
1: Is it? Ah, oh, no, it's not for me. Oh, come on. No.
2: I don't mean on like a on a blog or something. Going, oh, oh you. Oh. Yeah, that's just wrong, but you know, you, you got.
1: I, I, I nearly went down a. Path. I nearly went down a path of stereotyping French people. All I'm going to say is onions. Oh, no, up. no, no. No no,
2: no, no, we can leave that to Tony. Yeah, what upsetting the I, mean, I did notice last week that he actually, instead of just going through a country or a city or anything else like that, he decided to insult probably three quarters of the world by saying, yeah, I don't like friends.
1: I know. And on the week that Matthew Perry died as well, I mean, come on, pick your week. I mean, it was a bit like a bit of a spoiler alert. We had a text off Andy asking me and James about the uh, NFL podcast. We're both NFL fans. Would we like to go on? Blah, blah, blah. Tony response: fucking boring shit game. I'm
2: like, fuck it. Tony,
1: Tony, <laughs> what are you doing?
2: It's like this this guy lets us go on to his podcast. I know. Don't
1: miss him. What? Just because you don't like it doesn't make it shit. But no, no, Tony has to go attack all Americans because, I mean, it's like religion over there and a lot of Germany and a lot of the UK. So really, he's upsetting his home country now. Fucking brilliant, Tony. There's nowhere for you to have... That's where he is this week, everyone. He's in Harding. He's had to. Clown. Absolute clown, that
2: kid is. In the middle of an ocean somewhere. (laughs)
1: Just on a raft is
0: made.
1: He still won't be safe there because he'd upset someone. I don't know a fisherman finding Nemo, Dory. He fucking found something to upset. He? Some polar bear on an ice <laughs> capsule over there. He'd be like, "Oh, look at you, you silly white bear, you bastard!" The oh, no. free he
2: willies come back and he's just gonna, you know, just smash it. Yeah.
1: Oh dear,
2: Tony, Tony, Tony. We oh, missed. We oh, miss
1: you. So the race, the main event. Leclerc didn't even make it to the grid. No, his his hydraulics went at first. Was, I thought he's binned it. I thought he's binned it.
2: But yeah, it was it was so weird because you you, you driving along and then all of a sudden it, the the camera just panned over like. When something suddenly just happened, and you you see a Ferrari in the wall, and you're like, the, the fuck, mm. and, I, and they collect out, I was like, what? And was, he's like, it's the formation lap. It's it's, it's like it's the equivalent of us driving fifteen miles an hour in a school zone. I'm like, what, what the hell have you done? And then when you see it, it's like, oh right, yeah, okay, that makes yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll let you off. Yeah, but it was odd. It was funny because obviously there was a red flag on the first from the first corner, and he'd abandoned the car, started walking back, and then all of a sudden it was like, I huh, wonder if I could get it back to the pits if I could actually join in." Now you've got no hydraulics. How the hell are you? You've dumped yeah. it on the grass. If you could drive it back, you surely would have driven it back.
2: But the the. I think the main talking points from race, obviously Machine Gun Kelly being, well, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Uh, the formation lap, the first lap, and the last lap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Or you can come to an F1 podcast and not talk about them two points alone.
1: That That is true. So, first lap. Heavy collision between Albon and Magnussen brought up the red flags. Um, there was, it was kind of odd. It was Magnussen, um, Hulkenberg, and Albon. Wasn't it all kind of concentrated into each other. I don't know whose wheel.
2: It,
1: yeah, I don't know whose wheel flew off, but it then hit Piastri's rear wing and Ricardos. Yep, I'm
2: trying to remember whose bloody wheel it was. I think it was Magnusson's...
1: Yeah, I think it was.
2: Yeah, Magnusson's wheel came off, Albon went into the wall, and Hulkenberg was... well, just very lucky, really.
1: He kind of got knocked into, but was able to continue, probably with a bit of damage. But yeah, he was very lucky.
2: The the way Albon was in between the two, thinking where his rear wheel was and everything else like that, I was sitting there thinking... Well, one's out because he's gone into the wall. Oh, sorry, lost his tyre. And went the other one. He's going to have a massive gaping fucking hole in his side pod.
0: You
2: mm. know he didn't. I don't know, but no. yeah. But obviously that happened, and then when there the, the was all in the pits, weren't they? Or there was going into the pits when. Because at first it was like, oh, we'll just have a safety car through the pits. Like, okay, that's that's fine. So yeah, no red flag makes sense. Where the students yeah. are going to be, we can cut that bit out. Absolutely fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, they say on the radio or PIA you know, you have to bring the car in. We're going to have to retire. Yeah. And it goes from like three drivers out to four. And then there was some, oh, obviously Ricardo as well, there was like, oh, well, his rear wing's gone as well. But then it went red flag and I was like, well, they may be able to fix some of these cars now. Yeah. And just, yeah, what, what a... Strange. I mean, even if you don't talk about that, just just I mean we've already touched on Norris's start. Norris had a cracking start first time round. Mm. Yeah, he really did. did.
1: Yeah, well and you that, I'm,
2: you broke loose.
1: I mean, you had Russell Ocon, Gasly. I received two grid place penalties for the can engine qualifying. But yeah, it was Norris got a real good start, and again looked like he was keeping with Max. Obviously, he was pushing himself. Um Merck Merck again Alonso Breeze past Hamilton Russell got overtaken by Perez well,
2: That that was weird as well because that, that was the other thing the, 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 the first start the first time we had lights out and obviously you had I'm trying I'm trying to remember the grid pattern but obviously you had Alonso and Stroll, and you're sitting there thinking they probably don't belong where they are. And then, as it all started, Norris went flying down one side, and then Hamilton and Russell just both took the Aston Martin. like, Yeah, oh, you know, see you later, mate. And yeah. like They definitely did not belong in that spot. But then, the second, you know, the the, the restart after the red flag, you were expecting the same kind of thing, but a lot. It was so weird. It's like it's almost like Alonso got in a different car or something. Mm.
1: Yeah, it, actually. Just, yeah, for, I forgot about that because, yeah, the, um, Hamilton went around one side, Norris went the other. The Aston Martins looked like they were stood still. And then, like you say, on the restart after the red flag, it was almost like Alonso had this like
2: super-duper
1: power-up from Mario Kart. It,
2: it took Russell and then he took Hamilton. Yeah,
1: it was... Yeah, it was it was mental. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot I forgot about that first start with Lewis and Norris actually. Um But yeah, in the race it was Met just went backwards, like say Perez got on both, Stroll got um Russell, Hamilton was overtaken by Alonso. Then but, I think Gasly had a good go. Um Russell. It was just again, it, it just seemed to be like a power, I think Martin Brundle said it. It looked like a parachute was fixed to the Merc down the street because it that, considering the Aston Martin has the same engine as the Merc, it made it look like it was standing still or in the wrong gear.
2: But that, that's that been the issue nearly all year, though, hasn't it? Really, you, yeah. there's, there's so many cars out there with the exact same engine as Mercedes, and yet Mercedes can't perform. It's yeah. like it, it it's your engine, and you're getting beaten by your own engine in other cars. It's, it's
1: well. Look at, my, look at McLaren. It's the same engine. It's the same engine mm-hmm. and it is keeping up with the Red Bull for five or ten laps. So Power-wise, you're keeping up. Yes, we said that Max is pushing, but it's got the ability to be around them. Yet, Lewis is finishing eighth and George is having to retire Because his engine's overheating.
2: Yeah. Subject to Russell. Yes. Can I just say, Mm -hmm. on behalf of Tony, first of all, Woody, you're a dick. Get over yourself. Grow up. How...
1: Are we talking yeah. specifically about the radio messages when he's behind Lewis, we need to work as a team here, um, and then when yeah. we go out of DRS, oh, I guess we're not then.
2: Yeah, it's like, guys, go on, let's work as a team. We can do this. It's like, hang on, you are a team. You shouldn't have to make the suggestion of let's work as a team. You are the fucking team. That should be BAU. Yeah yeah, like you said, as soon as Hamilton started peeling up, so are we racing then or are we just doing our own thing? It's like you changed your tune. Oh, I know. Then he's going, Oh, I'm you know, I'm so much you know, Hamilton's over, you know, he's he's holding me back, blah 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 blah. And then two minutes later you get overtaken. is, is that Hamilton's fault? Mm. Comes out again, makes another comment about Hamilton. Two drivers overtaken. That that must be fucking Hamilton's fault as well. No, sorry, Woody. You're just shit. It's since he's got all
1: that hair. He ain't cut his hair and it's all like long. And it's almost like he's just he's just it's like he's given up on life.
2: So I, I used to like him. Granted, I got I used to get annoyed when he's like insisting on using whatever big word he's learned that day when he's on the radio. <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, you know he wipes his ass on word of the day, toilet paper probably, and stuff like that. Oh, and that was a bit annoying, but now it's, 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 it's just, you know what it, it reminds me of? I mean, I can't talk from experience. A wife after 30 years, you know what? They, they don't make direct comments anymore. They just make the side comments. But you know exactly what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so are we, uh, are we not racing then today? It's like, man, shut the fuck up. He...
1: It's ever since Saints helped Norris in the battle. Every driver seems to want to do it, keep him in DRF. And I get what Russell was saying. But equally, you are a driver out for yourself. Lewis is managing his tyres. You're getting frustrated with him because clearly you're going to overtake Lewis. But then you'd have to manage your tyres. I don't get it. Yeah. He was just moaning for moaning's sake.
2: Yeah, but you know what? At one point, I said something, and then about 30 seconds later, Brundle made the same fucking comment. He's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm so much faster, you know, I, you know I, I can do this and stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I went, well, you know what? You're not on team orders.
1: Overtake him then. Overtake him. Yeah, yeah. Actually make a move Overtick on him instead you.
2: If you're that fast, go past him. Yeah. And then that was when he got overtook. And I was like...
1: No. But, like, if Lewis had kept George in DRS, Perez would have got them both quicker. So, I I don't know what's up with George. I don't know if he's been dumped because he's turned into a right miserable moaning twat. Something's happened. He's just. Uh, is he
2: single now
1: then? No, I don't think he is, but. Oh. But I'm. But I'm, me I'm that? Oh. Well, maybe, all I'm saying is maybe he has because he's got very fucking miserable very quickly. But if he hasn't been dumped, George, got news for you. Carrying like that, you probably are going to be. Yeah. Yeah, he's hard work. I mean, I want to like George, but I would definitely say. He's slowly going down the popularity if, contest if, if I was
2: Toto, I'd be looking through his contract right now. I'm like, right, how can we get rid of him, lads? Do you, think,
1: do you think he feels do you think he feels that he's better than he is?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Is it an ego
2: thing? Yeah, I I I think he's just got really bloody arrogant. Mm. Yeah, he got really arrogant because he was really good to watch and stuff like that. You know, he had his really good reputation of he has never been outdone by any of his teammates and stuff like that. And then he gets to Mercedes and it's like I've made it, I've, I've, I'm there, I'm in the big books. And granted, Mercedes was like, yeah, I'm sorry, but the the car giving you is a, a a shit show, basically, it, it's like Love Island on repeat. Um, and yet he, he, you know, he gets a podium and he gets a win, and he's just like, mate, you got that podium. It's not because you're driving better than Hamilton. It's because last year Hamilton was taking all of the upgrades yeah. because he's not so bothered. But it's now. It's just like you do my head in. You absolutely do my head in now. I Thank mean. You when you've had other drivers like Bottas, you know, Hulk not Hulkenberg, Jesus, Rosberg and all 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 the other fucking drivers Hamilton has driven with. I mean Hamilton has pretty much driven he's, he's God knows how many world champions he's driven with. Mm. Along Button Rosberg and it's just like he doesn't he don't need it and I'm I'm sorry Russell I don't know.
1: Russell you, you
2: is Like in the comments,
1: Russell is acting like a world champion that isn't hasn't been a world champion. His his attitude and his demeanor is like you've rightly said it. At Williams, he was he did well in that car and he's gone to Merck and he feels like he's already a world champion and he's acting like a world champion when in fact you're making yourself look a dick because you're not a world champion and you you've been nowhere near. You've not won five or six races on the trot. You've not Put that all together and, well, I know the car's shit, but you've not put a run together where you've been out qualifying Hamilton, you've been out racing Hamilton, but you're acting like you are. You're acting like a big dog when you're not.
2: No, you're not. Hamilton sees a gap and he takes it successfully. You see a gap and you take it and then realise it's the gap in the middle of the word Singapore.
1: Hi, George. Nice. Um, yes, yeah,
2: sir. So top three pulled away. Massive goal. I, I will I will say this quickly. Sorry. Okay. Norris mm. is a world champion.
1: Yeah, and they're making a big deal of him not winning a race yet. I don't really no, care he's that he's not won champion. a race yet.
2: What I like about it is he makes a joke of, when I become world champion... Oh, no! You don't even say, when I become world champion, I'm going to retire. Because he said, oh, Rosberg became world champion and he retired. He went, I'm just going to retire when I win a race. <laughs>
1: that's it. He's still likeable. He's still got that,
2: you know. Like, I, think him, I think a couple of years down the line, he'll get one.
1: I think he will. I think if McLaren carry on the rate they're developing that car, 100%. And yeah. I think him and Max are mates and but equally, I think if they was in the same machine over the co- if they was in the same car, exactly the same car over the course of a season, I think Max and Norris would win equal amounts of races. Mm. I think it'd be very close because I think Norris on his day is as fast as Max, but I think well, it's, Max is be more consistent.
2: He's shown the last couple of races; he gives him a fight.
1: He does, definitely. But yeah, top three pulled away. I mean, it was just man-numbing. Gio retired, Bottas retired, Russell retired. And then the main talking point that's left uh, is the finish.
2: The the last half of the last I mean, (sighs) we've been waiting all season for that. All season, we have been waiting for a finish like that. And that's what I miss. Because, granted, Hamilton was winning back-to-back world championships and stuff like that. But he wasn't winning them the way that Verstappen is now, where he pretty much just gets into the car and he's won. Mm. You know, Hamilton had a fight still. And it was towards the end where it'd all kick off and it'd be a last-minute kind of thing. And we've missed that. And then we got that with Alonso and Perez. Um. And... What what an absolute beautiful finish! I mean, Perez took him. They was on each other's. Perez Perez couldn't keep him. Perez made all the overtakes past Russell, past um, Hamilton, and everybody else. As so as he got to Alonso. He couldn't get past him. He couldn't yeah. he couldn't close the gap or anything. Then all of a sudden, he got him. It, it was almost like Alonso teased him a little bit by kind of holding back a little bit, going, "Oh come on, I'll give you an easy one," and Perez took him. Mm. Oh fucking bollocks! And then yeah, right, right on the line. Alonzo just suddenly went. Yes, yeah, see you. The
1: the I wily old it. fox that he is. He he knew what he was doing. Knew what he was doing from that last corner. You could see he was lining him up of the next two corners, and then it kind of opens up, and it's almost like a straight in it. At Brazil. They don't really have to yeah. break. You could just see Alonzo line him up, and you think, I thought. That Red Bull's going to outdrag him. He's well played, Alonso, but Red Bull's done you. And the wily old fox that is Fernando Alonso was like, You might have a faster car. I'm better than you. And he did him. And I mean, if Tony was on tonight, I guarantee he'd have been sat there and he's asked him Martin out with a massive grin on his face. Oh, Team Alonso. He, he, he
2: was. Oh. He was- Screaming like a girl at a JLS concert or something like that. I told you, I told you. But I mean, in fairness, I, I was screaming like a girl at a JLS concert. i know, in fairness. fair. Fair, <laughs> play.
1: fair play to Alonso because, like I say, he landed him up, and it just made it a little bit better as well that he pipped Perez. Just, oh, that just... So again, we say about Russell. Perez has gone from a likable character to every time I see him, he looks miserable. He's moaning. He's he's just oh, I just his attitude just I don't like. He's another one of them for me that's falling down the grid in the people I like because and it just made me happy inside when Fernando picked him by
2: He just stole it in the last second.
1: With it 0.54? Yeah, there you go, there you go, Perez. You're back. You've got a podium. Oh shit, no, you are not A picture. Is this yours? Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, driver standings. Go for it. Max five two four. Perez two five eight. Hamilton two two six. With two races to go. Twenty. What is the... Twenty thirty-two points in it now. With two races to go, I think it's too much.
2: I I I think it's pretty much done and yeah. in the bag in it.
1: Yeah. So Perez is going to jamily get a second in the driver's standings. Alonso is now fair um fourth on one nine eight. Norris one nine five. Again. He's quietly snuck up there as Blander, considering the, the start. Um, next race, Vegas, 19th of November, 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Interesting. Mm. It's going to be very cold, like six degrees cold, which for Vegas is going to be ridiculous. 50-lap uh, race, it's a 3.85-mile horse, 17 Corners. Obviously, I was in Vegas. seen some of the track getting developed. I've seen more videos since I've been. We've talked about it on the podcast. I think it'll be a
2: one and done. No matter what I'm going to do.
1: I'm I'm looking forward to it. And Katie's actually said it's the one race she wants to watch because of where it is and see the strip. And granted, I don't think she'll last a full race. But I'm looking forward... I am really looking forward to it. And I don't know if it's because I was there a few weeks ago, but... I, really
2: I think the that, we've both done Vegas. We're both looking forward to it mm-hmm. for that. But at the same time, it's Vegas, so it's going to be a show. It might oh. not be the most entertaining race, but visually, it's, 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 it's up there with Singapore. Oh, yeah. the fireworks and whatnot.
1: I mean, the track itself... The start finish straight is so short, so short. It's it's going to be interesting, and the fact that it's so cold, maybe we won't get this whole tire degradation thing. because they're not getting hot, they're not. I don't know. Maybe it'll go the other way, and they're all like driving on ice. It'll be
2: interesting. Either way. Mm. So, predictions.
1: Predictions.
2: Yep, let's go. So, I I listened back to um, William Shatner doing the predictions. Um, In typical William Shatner style, it did take a hell of a long time to go through.
1: Well, at least you had plenty of time to write it down.
2: But, mate, I utilised the skip 15 seconds on Spotify so much. (laughs) Other streaming platforms out there, but Spotify's good. Yeah. So, Mark, you had... Fifty-four points, and you went Max, Signs, and Hamilton. You got Max, so you now have fifty-seven points. Um, me and Tony, without actually talking to each other or anything else like that, both went Max, Hamilton, Norris. We both had fifty-six points. We both now got fifty-nine points.
1: On that note, that was so weird because so yeah. for everyone listening, James texted me his predictions um, before the podcast. Didn't send them to Tony because he doesn't trust that little weasel and he still managed to pick exactly the same as James. But to be fair, he also picked mine for me when I'd written them down yeah. and you were both picking. So well played Tony, but yeah, you were, you both went for the same one, even though using in two different countries.
2: Aye. Um Big round of applause to um Katie. Finally scoring a point for the first time in uh, a long time, a long, long time. time. Um, she had gone Hamilton, Ricardo, Alonso. She's gone from nine points to ten. Uh, Charlie, because well, she's stubborn. Went Russell, Hamilton, Norris, and is still on fourteen points. And Beth did some really ridiculous thing and just gambled. I, <sighs> No idea why. And when Hamilton, Max Norris got nil and he's still on 53 points. So we're all sitting there a little bit more comfy. Obviously, we still know that Beth is in the lead. So she's going to be picking the forfeit for us. Mark may be getting his first tattoo if that's what Beth's going to go. I fucking hope it's not in all honesty. I don't mind getting tattoos, but I don't think that's a worthy buddy bet thing. So there we go.
1: Host goes first.
2: Yep. So, Max, yeah?
1: <laughs> Obviously. Yep.
2: Yeah. Are we going?
1: Oh, I'm host. I'm waiting for you.
2: I was sitting there thinking, don't, don't do a fucking Tony. We've got two and a half minutes left. I, I totally forgot I was host. I was waiting for you. So, I've gone Max yeah. first.
1: I've gone Norris second, and I've gone Perez third. Ooh.
2: I've gone for the same three, but I think because it's Vegas and because Red Bull are just those kind of dicks, they want a one-two. So they are going to crank up their engines to 11. Okay. So I've gone for the win. Perez second, Norris third. Nice. So, Katie's
1: is Luis Ricardo Alonso. Enough said.
2: Yeah. Charlie has gone... Charlie hasn't gone bad, actually. Charlie has gone signs Norris Alonso. She's gone what? Sorry, you broke up. Sorry, Charlie has gone signs Norris Alonso, which I don't think is a bad guess either.
1: That's actually not bad. It's yeah. just missing one name off the top. Max.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> so we haven't got any predictions from Beth or Tony. I'm sure they'll get in touch and give us the predictions. I mean, if Beth doesn't, she's basically give us so much breathing space. It's unreal. Um, but, yeah, other than that, great pod. Great to have you back, James. Thanks for joining me.
2: Always, mate. Um, Good to be with you.
1: Yeah, again, thanks to Andy. Sorry that you might have some... You'll have to listen intently because James is back, but don't worry. I think I think we're safe this week.
2: I've still got 40 seconds.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I'll use that 40 seconds to apologise to Andy. Just sorry, Andy. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, no, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining me. Um, until next time.
2: See you later. See you soon, guys.
0: So there we go. What do you think of that? Another good one. I'm sure you'll agree. Big thank you for watching. Big thank you for listening. Big thank you for being here. If I can just trouble you for a couple of things, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review and check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There are the social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with these guys. Let them know what you think of the podcast. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Anything. Literally anything. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of QuickieCast.